0: Hey team, welcome to the Professionally Offensive Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cabrera. This is the spot where we provide raw, unfiltered insights for some amazing guests. Stand by, you're about to be offended in all the right ways. All right team, welcome back to the podcast. We're going to dive into reference points. This is a term you've probably heard me talk about with guests and on former episodes on how I think about leadership. And how to categorize the style and methodology of leadership. So I thought we'd do a deep dive into it today, talk about the components of reference points, what does it actually mean, and how I believe that if you can adopt this methodology in your own style and your own philosophy in your day-to-day of running leading teams, families, and organizations, it's just gonna make you a much better leader. So The book definition of what a reference point is, that's always a great place to start. It's something that is used to judge or understand something else. Again, that dictionary definition is something that is used to judge or understand something else. It's a pretty good definition. It's a good definition because I think it simplifies exactly what the essence of this is. What I want to be able to do is add a little bit more seasoning and spunk to it, but still keep it pretty simple. The way I look at reference point leadership, reference points, the whole methodology behind reference points and kind of how I've been able to harness this and use it effectively in my life is that I see this as a moment you can return to that gives you courage and confidence for what's in front of you. Again, a moment you can return to that gives you courage and confidence for what's in front of you. In a practical sense, anytime you're in a situation where you are dealing with a business issue or something that makes your stomach turn a little bit because of something you got to deal with in the family or something you know you're about to embark with in a very organizational, organizational, you know, plate shifting situation with the layoffs going on and things of that nature. These are mega events that are in front of you that you're having to deal with as a leader. This is something that as you're facing that, Being able to use this reference point leadership methodology will allow you to harness that strength and confidence to not only give you the courage to execute the right decisions and to get through it and to push through it, but also to inspire those around you to be able to move with you and to make this thing as successful as it can be. And so this is the whole component, the whole idea behind reference points. Now, reference points also the reason that they're valuable and I found them to be valuable in my own personal journey is that they they can really decrease the stress in the moment and slow down the chaos. And the reason that they can do that is because it allows you again to anchor back to this oak tree to a moment in time where something similar has occurred and you can predicate what you do next by simply finding comfort, confidence, and will in something you've done before. Saying to yourself, okay, got it. Let me think about this for a second. Let me breathe. I remember this moment Maybe not exactly, but it had some really great nuggets that I pulled from it, made me a better, stronger person. And you know what? What's in front of me feels, kind of tastes, and smells the same way. We're good, right? I've done this before. We came out, maybe a couple bruises, some scars, but we're still better for it. Let's keep moving forward. What I've also learned is that any good leader I've ever interacted with, the ones that seem to be absolutely world-class was always a direct correlation of the reference points they had. So, and it doesn't have to be the amount of reference points, although that was, that was a meaningful stat, if you will. They always seem to have more and more reference points in their toolbox, which I believe allowed them to be a very effective leader because they had more moments to pull from. But I also think that numbers is not the key thing here. It is the quality of the things that you have in your toolbox, right? So for some folks, it might be three to five to 10 to 20. And for some other folks, it might be every single day you're building a reference point, right? And so this is why reference points are important because they also allow you to be able to go through your Rolodex of different things and be able to pick the moment that you believe will help anchor you and then move you forward into the next thing that's that's in front of you. So what this means is that reference points, if they're based on the quality and potentially the number of opportunities that you have to be able to go back in these moments means it requires action. You have to do something to get these reference points. They don't just happen automatically by sitting on the couch. Action is required. Reference points can come from many different places. So that's probably what you're thinking about right now. Well, Joseph, you know, I'm not never, you know I've never jumped out of an airplane or been to war or any of these other things there. I don't have any reference points. I don't even know that I can even develop one. Well, that's where you're wrong. Reference points come in many different shapes and sizes. They come from wins, things that you've been successful at, whether that's a personal or professional thing. They come from loss. Anytime that you did not make the cut or do something that, you know, didn't achieve what you set out to go do, reference points can be developed there. A lot of reference points come from trauma, right? Come from either a hard upbringing some major event that didn't go well, the loss of a friend or a family member, something like that. Reference points also beautifully come from shared suffering. And that is when you've come together uh, as a team to endure something really painful. If anything, it's one of my favorite places to curate reference points. And then any times that you've had any kind of hyper-personal growth, I think is a really great place to pull reference points from. Places where you've been put in charge of something that maybe you weren't ready for, And there was a lot of things that you learned and had to learn in a short amount of time. So those those kind of categories of things, as you can see, can apply to a lot of different folks in a lot of different ways and a lot of different shapes and forms. But reference points can be pulled from anywhere. The difference I've found with people who have reference points or don't have reference points is those that decide to reflect on what those moments in their life actually meant. It's a mindset. We all have them, right? Whether that's you know, taking care of a mother who had cancer and you as a young person had to kind of figure out how to deal with the mental and spiritual stress that came from that while also keeping cool and being able to take care of your siblings and those folks around you to be able to inspire them to stay in the fight and to be calm. Or whether that was a major situation where you had to lay off 100 employees and it made your gut turn upside down but you did it with dignity and respect and you are able to move on and fight the next day. Those are things that if you can acknowledge those hard, traumatic, suffering points as a reference point and as a character-building moment, then you find value in it. If you see that simply as a horrible moment and something that isn't going to be valuable to you or was not valuable to you, one that you want to forget— Well, then there you go. That's always what it's going to be, and it's never going to serve you in the reference point leadership methodology that I'm describing. So part of reference points is one acknowledging that all of us have them, and it's up to us to go out there and look at those moments and see what they're made of. What I've found is what can help build that reflection into those reference points is executing activities and things and embracing moments in your current life that allow you to kind of provoke that thought process of going back. Meaning, put yourself in more situations where you get to build more reference points. You'll find that you'll start to reflect on ones that you hadn't even thought about in a while because it puts you in that state of mind. So how do you build these reference points? Well, first, you want to put yourself in situations where your best is required. And when I mean your best, I mean everything you got, mentally, spiritually, physically, is required to get through a moment. Again, that can be, you know winning the final game in the World Cup, or that can be going out there and moving your team through a firefight and not only trying to preserve as much life on the team, but accomplish the mission at hand. Those are all things where your best was absolutely required. I found that reference points are also tough scenarios. So as you as you heard me say before, yes, it can be from wins to trauma. But all those things are are hard, tough moments. These aren't walks in the park. This isn't your casual, let me go to the grocery store and I ran out of gas. These are really tough moments that you may came out victorious or may came out failing, but you still got something out of it. And then I've also found that the way you build these reference points is by combining the three things together, the physical, the intellectual, and the spiritual, all together into one single trial. Times where you've had to take a test where it's probably mostly intellectual, I've found not to be very effective reference points. Or times where you're just doing a very hard workout, may not have been a reference point. But times where you've maybe had to lead a team up a mountain and had to think and plan and deal with the risks that are at hand and then be able to condition your body to be able to endure that pain while also being able to internally convince and motivate yourself through your spirit to keep pushing forward even if everything in your body is saying no those are really great reference points and that's how you build them the other thing about building reference points it's also how you effectively use them now we talked about effectively acknowledging them which is important but how you use them is even more important or as important i should say first and foremost reference points are your own and your own only you can't give them to somebody else And the reason I think this is really important is let me give you a very practical example. How many times you've sat in a meeting that you're discussing something very difficult and then someone chimes in and says, oh yeah, you know, I remember this one time this thing happened to me and then they kind of go through that story and then that's it. To basically convince you that they got it. But the reality of it is, is that them telling you that story didn't really help you because you know, you weren't in that moment. It might help you trust that individual across the seat there, but it doesn't help the team overall. So you have to kind of pull yourself back and say, look, these reference points are for me internally. I can share these stories and help people by giving them some motivation or some confidence and courage by sharing a little bit of my story. But most of this is about you being able to reflect on those moments and being able to kind of lock yourself into a confident nature and say oh yeah I've done this before you're good let's keep trucking forward right if that organically comes out and people ask you about these stories or your background and things of that nature great share away but I think simply having all these reference points and then sharing them like all the time to be able to hope that you're just peppering people around you and your team with confidence by telling everybody else how awesome you are and all the things that you've endured isn't a very effective way to establish confidence The way you use these effectively is using them internally, first and foremost. The other thing that you do is you want to take ownership of your previous experiences and then help you hone that in as a tool that you can kind of pull from uh, your tool shed or your library at any point in time. And when I say take ownership is understand that those moments are yours, but not only that they are yours, but be grateful that they are yours. Take ownership, just like a mother or a father would take ownership of their child you know, just like somebody would take ownership of a, of a great bird dog or someone would take ownership of a hot rod or something that's a possession that was handed down as an heirloom. Treat it with gratitude, treat it with reverence when I say take ownership. Understand that this is yours. You should be grateful for this hard, tough reference point moment and utilize that as a way to fuel you moving forward. The other ways that you ensure that reference points are highly effective in the way that you are as a leader is taking time to reflect and dissect. These reference points are great to have, but I'll tell you, even today, I'll reflect on things that happened a decade or more ago, and I'll sit with it and say, what did I learn from that? What more can I learn from that? Now that I am a older, hopefully more wiser individual, what are the things now that I can look back on that moment and maybe pull more out of it that I didn't realize? We've all been in that situation where we watched a movie, right? maybe as a kid, and then we go watch it again, and we pick up these one-liners and these nuance and these kind of... Uh, comments are in the background and laugh about them because now we have, we understand the joke, right? Or we understand what was said there. Whereas as a youngster, we had no idea what they were talking about. And so that's important to go back and reflect, sit with those moments and then dissect them, right? This is how you kind of then begin to build that grit and that toughness that you can refer back to at any point in time so that when the storms do hit, you spend time thinking about it you spend time appreciating it, and now you can use those moments to propel you into the next part. So reference points are something that can serve us every single day in our leadership responsibilities, in our families, in our teams. Some of us are already doing this and other of us need help doing this. And what I found is that finding teammates and folks that can help you not only reflect and dissect on the reference points you already have, but also develop new ones by putting yourself in situations that are outside the office even. There's nothing better, of course, than being able to do something with your current team, but sometimes you need to do things outside your office and put yourself in a trial, put yourself in a uh, situation where you can really grow in the safety of where you get to kind of develop in your own agogia of sorts, and then be able to come back and use that internal drive to be able to push your team to the next ridgeline. They are that internal warrior in you that gets to reflect on hard moments. One, it's a great exercise to reflect on things that have been traumatic or hard or um, very trying in your life to be able to look back on them with gratitude and with reverence, right? Those are your moments, right? Not only are they your moments, but they're unique. And they're ones that should not be taken lightly. This is not something that's an easy gift to earn. You should look at it that way. These reference points are something that will continue to drive and fuel you for the leader that you're going to continue to become. And so when you're looking for opportunities to not only reflect on your reference points, but to be able to create more of them, just remember that certain classrooms are better than others. And the outdoors, Mother Nature is probably the best classroom because it combines the three things that make a reference point really, really valuable. It taps into the physical, it taps into the intellectual, it taps into the spiritual components of it. And so however you decide to do that, whether that's just stepping outside and taking a trek and being able to be with your thoughts and yourself for a while or bringing your team and doing some awesome summits somewhere, these opportunities to do something that's tough, to do something with others if possible— and to do something that pushes the limits of those three components allow you to build reference points that not only are going to be valuable because you just created one today, but also allow you to provoke the certain things in our mind and in our soul that are going to allow you to tap into other things that you may not have acknowledged in the past could also be valuable in your journey as a leader and allow you to go back to those reference points that you've built probably since you were a small kid. All right, y'all. That's all I got. Reference point leadership. Take some time to invest in your own. And we'll see you on the high ground. Well, Thank you all for listening. This is the Professionally Offensive Podcast. You can catch us on all platforms. JC out.